Welcome to Between the Stacks, a podcast presented by the Athens-Limestone County Public Library. Each episode brings you into the library to meet our collection of people making an impact on the community of Athens and Limestone County, Alabama. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us for Between the Stacks, and today we have local author Georgina Cross from Huntsville, and she is going to talk to us about her uh, latest novel, Denise, and then hit on a couple of her other books that she has written. So thank you for joining us this afternoon. Welcome, Georgina. Thank you for having me. I love coming to this library, and I'm excited that you brought me back. Well, we are so excited to have you here. Okay, so let's start off. Tell us about your newest book. So the niece is the one that came out uh, a few months back. And what's exciting is it's set in Decatur. So that's not too far away from here. Um, It was really inspired by the amount of support I've been getting. A lot of book clubs that I've been invited to and readers that I've met. And I'm in Huntsville, but the community of readers outside of Huntsville has just amazed me. It's been really, really, really nice. And so I thought, well, why not set the next book indicator? And that would be, uh, I think it would be fun for the readers to flip through the pages and at least recognize some of the street names and some of the locations. And, uh, you know, but of course the rest of the story is very fictionalized. Uh, but it's it's basically, it's two women, uh, two sisters. They're estranged and they have been estranged for quite some time. And we find out as the book progresses what happened, um, why they aren't on speaking terms anymore. But the older sister, there is a house fire and tragically she dies, but her daughter survives. And in the will, this daughter, 16-year-old teenage girl, is uh, to be given to the younger sister. And so it's it's a shock, it's a surprise that this girl's coming to live with her in Decatur, Alabama. And yeah, of course, chaos ensues and, and there's lots of mystery and lots of pointing of fingers. And, um, and it all, you know, kind of culminates at the end with one of my favorite endings I think I've ever written. I actually really, I enjoyed that one quite a bit. I read the book, absolutely loved it. It was a page turner, so I must say that. It was really good. Thanks. All right, so tell us a little bit about some of your other books. Okay, I've got, goodness, I think I have four others. I need to start getting a better count. So The Stepdaughter was my first book. That came out in 2020, and it is set in Huntsville, um, the Twickenham historic area. I just felt like that area was ripe for some sort of drama. Uh, they've got some beautiful homes in that neighborhood. And so of course I burned one of the houses down to the ground as you know you should as a fiction author. And um, what was fun with that one is I wanted to explore a girl going missing, but have it be a little bit different because there are so many missing people books out there. And so while this house fire is raging next door, there's a five minute window where the younger girl goes missing. And so it's what exactly was happening. Everybody's paying attention to the fire, but not necessarily what was going on with the family. And then to make it another step different, I wanted to explore the stepmother, stepdaughter situation and flip that whole dichotomy on its head, the whole stepmom, evil stepmom theory. And so that was interesting for me just from a psychological suspense aspect. And then there was the missing woman that came out, and that is set in my former neighborhood of Hampton Cove, uh, my poor neighbors. And so we don't live there anymore. We're in a new neighborhood. So my poor new neighbors were like, oh gosh, here she goes. And so, um, but yeah, missing woman, another woman goes missing in that neighborhood as well. And then I have, yeah, the niece came out, Nanny Needed. That is my favorite book. Um, It's completely unlike the other ones I've, I've written. It's set in New York City. 
Upper West Side of New York City, and um, it's the creepiest one I have. It's the only way to really describe it is it's unlike any other nanny book out there, because um, it's hard to talk about without giving away spoilers. But I do want to preface that it's not like the typical nanny book. It is absolutely there's a shocker four chapters in, and then that twist propels the rest of the suspense until you get to the very ending. So that was that is absolutely my favorite book so far. Okay, so tell us about your newest book that's going to be coming out this summer. Yes. So One Night is coming out. Uh, I am very excited about this one. It's been in the works for a while. So my husband is from Oregon, and he rented a house on the Pacific Coast. And I just remember thinking, I want to write a story here and have, of course, the storm come in, and then there's this family stuck inside. And so the book is called One Night because essentially this family, after enduring the tragedy, of their uh, teenage daughter dying. 10 years later, they have to gather at this house. And this one night, there is basically one dramatic event after another, they have to make a decision. And um, half the family is wanting to make a decision that would take a person's life. And the other half of the family is saying, that is not, like that is against what we believe and we have to protect this person at all costs. Um, So there's very much like an eye for an eye in debating that issue. Uh, It just gets, exemplify because it's tick, tick, tick of the clock all night long and they're getting more tired and more upset and it's getting quite stressful. And so, yeah, by dawn, we have to see what the family decides to do. Wow. Okay. So when does that release? That's August 1st. August 1st. Yeah, it's coming. Great. It's It's coming as fast. Mm -hmm. All right. So walk us through a typical day of you uh, working and writing on your novels. So I'm still writing seven days a week and I really want to stop doing that. I am so tired, uh, but I, I think there's a break on the horizon. My my next book, I'm I'm finishing a draft. I'm turning it in, and I'll take a couple of weeks. We've got a kid graduating college, so and then another one graduating high school. But um, but then I'll be back into writing, you know, another book. Um, but yeah, I write seven days a week. I think it's a combination of being a workaholic, a self-described workaholic, slash my contracts. Like I'm contractually bound to turn in certain books at certain timelines. And so in order to make those due dates, I do. I, I work seven days a week. Um, I'm now only writing about four to five hours a day. I used to write longer, but it just my eyes start to blur. Um, and then by the afternoon, I do maybe some marketing. And then I try to go walk just to get away from my desk and um, move. And sometimes I even can come up with an idea or figure out a plot hole when I'm out walking. And then I've got the kids. So yeah, yeah, I don't have much of a social life because... I very much have a, it's a very disciplined lifestyle. It's go to bed early because I know in the morning, it's those few hours in the morning I can work without being disturbed. And that's really, really precious to me. Okay. Now tell us this. Did you self-publish any of the books? Mm -mm. No, no. So I, you know, I still am interested in self-publishing. I listen to a lot of self-publishing podcasts. I read the books. Um, I know a lot of authors who do it. I know a lot of authors who do both. Uh, and that's certainly something I want to consider maybe down the line. Um, you never know. I want to diversify where my books are being sold. And also, um, I think it'd be fun. It would be it would be interesting to see what that's like because readers, there are so many books these days, and readers aren't necessarily looking to see who's the publisher. However, having a publisher, there's so many perks with the marketing support they give you and um, the reach that they have. And so, um, no, all my books, I'm with two publishers. I'm with um, Bantam, which is with Penguin Random House. And then my other books, I'm with Bookator, and they're under Hachette Publishing. So there are two big trad publishers. 
But I also, you know, I have two different editors too. So that makes it for a really interesting experience trying to go back and forth between them because they also have two different timelines for me and two different, you know, expectations. And um, so far it's worked, but yeah, we'll see. So tell us right now what you're reading and some of your favorite authors. Oh, right. What am I reading? So I just finished reading Beautiful Magic or Big Magic. I'm sorry, Big Magic. So that's... um. Uh, why am I forgetting her name? Elizabeth she, Gilbert. Thank you. She, yeah, she Eat, Pray, Love, the, the famous Elizabeth Gilbert. So I just reread that book because I felt like I needed, you know, when you write seven days a week, uh, and I read a lot of suspense, and I watch a ton of suspense, I was getting to a point where I needed another inspirational kick in the behind. And so her book is really good about doing that. It's a reminder of, like, why we're doing what we're doing, because it can become a feeling of, I mean, this is absolutely my job and this is absolutely my career and I love it and I wouldn't want anything different. But yeah, you need a reminder as a writer sometimes. And so I just reread that book um, and I just read, oh, the book of cold cases, Simone St. James. I read all of her stuff. So she writes, um, she has ghostly elements to her books and I don't, I'm not into a lot of paranormal stuff at all, but I do like the suspense factor. And I found that a nanny needed, I had that. I had a little bit of ghostly elements or, you know, allusions to that. And then I noticed in one night, so the next book um, has the same thing. And I was like, that's interesting. And so, yeah, for Simone St. James, she's she's fabulous. And I think she's had a couple of Book of the Month Club picks, so she's a really good one, too. All right, well, thanks. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it, and we welcome you to come back anytime. Thank you. You've been listening to Between the Stacks, a podcast from the Athens-Limestone County Public Library. To hear other recordings from our Library Voices podcast series, check out our website at alcpl.org. Library Voices is also now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.